Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Sunday Messages. We are talking about materialism, or more specifically, the idea of being a materialistic today. And this is something that I feel very, very, very strongly about. So it'll be a fun chat that we're going to have today. And also, you may have listened to the Jessica episode, which is the episode that I did exclusively dedicated to talking about the ego and different aspects of self. And so you might find that one really enjoyable. I would actually recommend that you listen to that episode first before you listen to this episode. But of course, this one will stand fine on its own. But there is a segment in here that I actually cut out of the Jessica episode and decided to make it its own dedicated episode because this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. So before we dive into all of this goodness, I do want to remind you that Eden, the very first call, I am going to be scheduling for next week. So Eden is a six-month mastermind container with yours truly. You get my counsel, my guidance, my reading in your pocket for six months straight. So if you would like to jump into that container, it's an epic container. So if you feel the call to jump in and work with me on a deeper level, if you want 2022 to go deep. If you want this year to be big, this is one of the best ways. In, of course, my extremely biased opinion, you can have one of the most epic years ever. I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. One of the biggest benefits of having a container to continually tap back into again and again and again and again is that when your human starts to get squirrely around the desires that you have or get sidetracked or have doubt, fear, and all of these um, energetic patterns that create a lot of clutter, being able to continually tap into a container where people are holding consistent, stable energy is one of the things that you can calibrate to faster. So the best way that I can describe it is when you're in a container space for whatever it is that you desire, because Eden is all about creating your own paradise. So there's no limits to what that can look like. Paradise is going to be unique for each individual because we all have our own desires. So being able to expedite the process in your creations by not having to wrestle with yourself independently because it can kind of take a while to get there by yourself. It's just a little bit slower doing it on your own. It's not impossible. It's just slower. That's the only thing that happens. But if you can tap into a community again and again and again, anytime you need to recalibrate yourself, it completely collapses the time. So things happen a lot faster when you're in that energetic space. So it's a way to shortcut a lot of the things that you desire. So if if you want 2022 to be a big year, this is the type of space that I would strongly recommend you join. So of course, this is if you feel the nudge, if you feel the call, if your soul is like, oh, go work with her, go do it then go ahead, apply. The link will be in the description box. onyxhealing.com slash Eden 
or the show notes, depending on where you're listening to this. And we can get you all set up. Also, you get all of my programs, all of them, all the classes, and you get those that they become instantly available when you're in Eden, all of the ones that are all DIY, and you get all of the live classes that I'm going to be launching over the next six months. So from January to June, anything live that I do, you automatically get. So of course, that is going to include my upcoming class, Void, which is all about navigating the unknown with grace. And of course, it's the perfect time of year for that. So if you feel the call, go ahead, contact me, reach out, apply, and we can get you all set up. And I'm so excited to see you inside. I am going to start this episode a little bit differently, and I'm going to start by explaining what I think people are talking about when they give the explanation of being materialistic in a bad light. So a lot of the time, there's a very heavy negative connotation that goes along with the idea of being materialistic. And this is also why a lot of luxury brands and nice things come along with this misconception and misrepresentation of being vapid or shallow or whatever. There's a whole bunch of uh, wounded feelings that get projected onto material items, even though material items are completely neutral. So when people say that's materialistic and they're saying it in a derogatory way, what I happen to believe people are talking about is distorted values, distorted personal values. So for example, if you are choosing material things to the point where it's damaging your life, it is harming yourself for the people around you, or if you are making choices about material objects that um, are enabling you to stay in a codependent relationship with a material good, that's something that can be super, super damaging. So what I mean by being in a codependent relationship with a material good is if I don't have the trendiest bag, then I'm going to feel bad about myself. So my sense of personal value, my sense of worth, my sense of um, security is wrapped up in material objects. That's the type of stuff that is harmful. Another way to look at this type of materialistic attitude is the idea of keeping up with the Joneses, constantly chasing material goods and that whole keeping up with the Joneses thing is what can be a major distraction from pure soul aligned fulfillment. Because of course, if you're setting the condition that I need to have blah, 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 before I can experience any fulfillment, satisfaction, happiness, or positive emotion, you're going to lead a really miserable life. That's a very painful and difficult way to live, being in such a state of conditionality. So this is what I think people are referring to when they're talking about being materialistic. So I just wanted to address this up front. 
okay, that I understand that there can be distorted energetics that overlap with the material world. Of course, anything can be bastardized. You can do that to anything. It has nothing to do with the material object. And this is why people get very confused by my perspective about this. Because when it comes to material goods, when it comes to luxury goods, having nice things, it is not about what you have, it's how you have it. That is the key thing that will distinguish a distorted conditional relationship to the material world from, like, let's say, having nice things, being surrounded by beauty, whatnot, whatever you've concluded you prefer for yourself. So the place where people get tripped up is they project their view of things going wrong with the material thing. Whatever you're projecting onto the material thing is the form that it's going to take. And that's ultimately the relationship that you are going to experience with the thing. So anything in the material plane, we're constantly projecting onto those things. There's no way that you can get around it. Now, my frustration, my frustration really comes in around people who are encouraging others to reject the material world as a way to appear more moral or self-righteous. And the reason why I feel strongly about that is because that's not an expansive or fulfilling way to go about life for many people. And so a lot of the time, if people aren't super on top of discernment, which is a skill in and of itself, if you're not highly, highly discerning about the divinity of desire, if you're not in tune with that, if you have a maladaptive relationship to your desires, then you're going to come in contact with people who start preaching about, you know, having having a luxurious relationship to the material world is something that is evil and wrong. And there's this morality piece that gets projected onto it. And it's just a crock of shit. It is just a crock. And so... What ends up happening is there's a lot of people who deny what they want, hold themselves back, settle for less, make that a pattern, live a life that is full of unfulfilled desires and dreams that didn't come true and things that you really wanted but you settled for less and regrets because you should have gone for that thing that you wanted but you sold yourself short. Enough! Enough! I'm not going to support people continuing to do that for this, I don't understand this moral projection that has been blasted onto material things. And in many ways, there's actually this religious, it's almost a religious dimension. Like you need to withhold and suppress all of your desires now, and then when you die, there will be golden treasures for you in the afterlife with this ridiculous portrayal of wanting less and desiring less and 
not having nice things is the superior way to experience life. And I just think that this is, to put it kindly, I think this is a huge disservice to humanity. So that is why I feel so strongly. And I get a lot of questions about this and and people saying, you know, there are other spiritual practitioners who are encouraging not to desire. Like as if desire is the enemy here. And what I, my personal perspective is desire is your magic. Desire is where your creations come in. Desire is what keeps the earth spinning. Desire is the creative force of God. Desire is not just important, not just significant. There are no words to properly encapsulate the... (laughs) how vital it is. Because it transcends superficial desire and it really gets to the core of how you are experiencing your human form. How you're experiencing life itself. How you're moving through time and space. Your relationship to what we experience as being material is extremely important. And so to just dismiss it and call it names and feed people these nightmare stories about how immoral it is and how uh, corrupting it can be to have a pleasurable experience with the material plane is just nonsense. You know, obviously because of the work that I do, I get a lot of comments from people who say things like, well, you know, if you if you want more money, if you want nice things, then you're being materialistic. You're in a material world. You're doing material things. You're in 3D all day long. If you don't want to be materialistic, you would be dead. You wouldn't be in a material plane. You wouldn't have dropped into third density. There would be no purpose for you being here. Really? You're telling me that you don't like the taste of delicious food or the feel of clean sheets? You're telling me you don't like any of that stuff? You don't like warm cookies? The reason why, Jessica, the reason why I get really fired up about this is because there are all of these people who are denying themselves a full, robust human experience because it's like, well, you're here, you might as well enjoy the hell out of it. They're denying themselves over this arbitrary comment that people have floating around about, you shouldn't be materialistic. Nay! Bullshit! Buy the stuff! Taste the food! Feel the breeze on your skin! Live in the material plane! Sit on the beach! Dig your toes in the sand. That is materialistic just as much as a fucking Gucci bag. I don't care what anyone says. It just looks different for each human. So once again, like I've said in other podcasts, you have all these spiritual practitioners who have made up these rules about what is right and what is moral and, you know, modesty is good and flamboyance is bad and shiny things are bad and dull things are good. 
It's not okay for you to wear Skims underwear, but it is okay for you to wear Fruit of the Loom. This is a rule that is in a magical book that fell from the sky that there are only some spiritual practitioners who spread the gospel of why you should have less. I don't know who became the arbiter of truth as to what is good and bad and right and wrong and what's modest and what's immodest. Apparently, these are the people with the secret naughty and nice list. They know, they know something that you don't. No, no, no. That feeling in your heart and in your soul that you're desiring something shiny, suppress that. Deny that of yourself. Hold yourself back. Even though you're on earth and there's so many delightful things to experience on earth, no, no, no. Suppress it. Hold yourself back. Shame yourself for wanting more. Punish yourself for even looking at nice things. I am not on board. My irritation around all of this comes from my desire. My only desire really comes from wanting people to live their best, most evolved, most pleasurable lives possible. The most expansive and pleasurable lives possible. That is what I want for humans, period. That's obviously going to look different depending on your circumstances, your conditions, and your desires. There's going to be infinite diversity through that. Even though what I would like to see unfold for people on an individual and collective basis is stable, the way that it manifests has extreme diversity. So it allows for individuality. It is not constrained by my personal judgments or what I want for myself. So my philosophy on this in a nutshell is you are a material thing in a material plane with senses to interpret the material plane. So Enjoy the material plane, whatever that means for you. And that's it. It's as simple as that. I mean, really think about this. Really contemplate this for a moment. If everyone just decided simultaneously, no, no, wanting things, that's too materialistic for me. I'm just going to stop desiring altogether. I have found a peaceful way I am going to sit on a meditation cushion and find enlightenment in meditation and breath work. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to devote myself to this from here on out. And that's it. Then you would have a whole bunch of people who were just sitting on meditation cushions. Then you would die. And everyone would get up to the astral plane and they'd be like, wait a second. We spent all of that time on Earth sitting on a meditation cushion. We didn't, we didn't make the food or drive the car or get the clothes or, or any of that cool stuff that's down there on Earth. Wait a second, wait a second. We deprived ourselves while we were on Earth, even though we wanted all of that stuff, 
And now we're here. We chose to stop wanting and now there's absolutely no discernible difference between anything. So there's no like food that tastes good and food that tastes bad. That's not a thing anymore. And this is why I will die on this hill. This is why. Because pushing everyone to suppress their desires, ignore their desires, call them names for having desires is absolutely counterproductive. It's regressive, counterproductive, and will lead to stagnation or worse. So in summary, my final thoughts on this. If you are having a codependent and conditional relationship with the material world, as in, I need this designer brand in order to feel good, or I can't be happy until I have this, or I am going to self-neglect for this material good, that is where it's actually harmful. But that, to me, is just so clear That is so easy to understand. And in all honesty, I don't actually think it's as common as people want to think it is to have a relationship like that. A lot of the time, people wanting a nicer thing or to upgrade the quality that they're experiencing is a pure desire. A lot of the time, it has nothing to do with the codependency piece and more to do with, I want to elevate my experience. Kind of like if you were to stay in a company for many years, maybe you started as just someone who works on the very lowest level of the company. As you work your way up in management, maybe you get to a high level executive level, I would hope that your uniform and the quality of clothes that you wear would change as you grow and develop. That would be my hope for you to be able to experience that as you evolve, so do the materials that you wear, so does the quality of things that you buy, because it's a natural part of our evolution and expansion to want to elevate not only our emotions or not only our relationships with people, but also what we get to experience on a physical level. So let this be your friendly reminder that increasing the quality of your experience on earth is how this whole thing works. Not only is it fun, but it's necessary as well. So embrace it. The only time that you want to question your experience with a material desire is if you're making it a condition to feeling good, like the only way that I can experience pleasure is through this condition, that is going to burn you if you move forward with things like that. And the second thing is, is this resulting in self-neglect or some type of harm to myself or someone else? Aside from those two things, your desires are sacred So for crying out loud, stop spending time and energy beating yourself up and instead just embrace it, enjoy it, love your desires as much as they love you, and let yourself move with them rather than resisting them. 
All right, everybody, that is all that I have for you today. Don't forget, if you want to get into the next class or if you would like to get into Eden, the links will be in the description box or the show notes. Go to onyxhealing.com Eden if you want to apply. We will start next week. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much. I will see you next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye-bye.